Church of Karas, Christ Incorporated, are reaching out to embrace all the children of God, as it states in Psalms chapter 82, verse 6, I have said ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. Next, you will be listening to our pastor, Reverend Dr. Malachi Z. York L. in question and answer form. on a 
talented they have. And he's got a certain kind of crown on, very similar to the one you have on. Then if you see the statue of the god Baal, or Baal, they show him standing in the same position with his hand grasped, but there's nobody in it because that was chipped off of the stellar, and he had the same club in his hand because Menace was Baal. Baal was Adonis. <laughs> It's all the same people. And that was the original seed of Cush coming back into Africa. When they came back into Africa, one of the people amongst them that was prominent and strong, name was Ham. Ham. So this Ham breeds a tribe called Hamites or Hamites. Another group who moved further south, or Hamites, become known as Cushites. The ones who stayed up near the Mediterranean Sea become known as Funtites, and later on they become Libya. And the ones who settled to the east of that became known as Mitzrayim, and they later called them Egyptians. So the Hamites became known as the Sudanese, the Kushites became known as the Ethiopians, the Funtites became known as the Libyans, and the Mitzrayim became known as the Egyptians. And these were names given to them by the Phoenicians and the Greeks, because this wasn't in their own language. You follow? So when we start picking up on those stories, we got to understand how those migrations took place and how they got over into the Middle East in order to get back over into Egypt. And when they started in Egypt, they came back in with what? With Sumerian customs. So the original indigenous Taites, the Nubans, who were pygmies, were overthrown by them, and that's why they show you them as servants to the dynastic periods. And that's where Bess was the chief of the Nubans, and he had the powers of a sorcerer. So they didn't bother him. They kept him, and to this very day in Egypt, they have rituals to Bess. They added it in the language without the T as the Bess. That's how afraid they were, the same way that the Italians were afraid when they went to Africa and got involved with the Yoruba. When they went to uh, Cuba, America messed with Cubans, and it was over there dealing with Santeria, they backed off. They were like, well, oh, they backed off. They took them months just to get um, Mariego out, and only got him out because he gave up on his day and went to a Catholic church. And that's where they got it. As long as he was working with them, Obia, or those Obas, they couldn't touch him. So the Tamil who is petrified of Santeria Yoruba, he wouldn't go near those people. So that was a part of our culture. Those original Pathites, which were in tune with the forces of nature, becomes to them voodoo. Whenever you deal with nature and say, well, I acknowledge the great mother of the sea, be Jamaica saying Irie, they're saying lion, right? That hair. 
five of the six. Everybody was getting back to the sinks because everybody was waiting for that 25,000-year cycle when the constellation of Leo or the lion would come, but the lion would stand up, and our so-called history, I have to say history because I didn't pick the language, or our story would renew itself. And we come back into the knowledge of self and time and a transformation from mortality to immortality will start to take place. And the devil can't handle that. This is what was taking place back then. So they were trying to get back across. And they brought in customs. When they got there, they was confronted by the Ta'ites or the Pathites, the Ethiopian pygmies. And they hated them. So they suppressed them. And they enslaved them. And they took over Egypt and set up a new genetic structure called the 46 dynasties. And during the reign of the 46 dynasties, when they was traveling from land to land teaching, way over in the land of Kedmon, which the Bible tells you the original name of Canaan, where a cursed seed of people was there, they called the place El Gras. If you look up in the dictionary on El Gras, you'll find that that's the main seat in the Caucasus Mountain. It's also the word abras for leprosy in the scriptures. And those Canaanite people who were in someone else's land because their God had given them someone else's land called the land of Canaan, your father decided to go pursue the wealth that they heard about at the Nile where their God reported to them the gold over there is good. The same way they came out of Europe to America when they heard they saw Native Americans with pure gold and they heard the gold in America was good and there was a migration of, of gold rust. The same thing happened a long time ago. History does tend to repeat itself, right? So they was coming over there to conquer. So the Ixos knew they couldn't just come in so, uh, and fight the pygmies because the pygmies had their brother tribe called the Watusis, or, you know what I mean, or the Dinka, the Dang, behind them now protect them because they saw the pygmies as gods. You follow? So they had to ease their way in. So over a period of time, they snuck their way in the same way they snuck their way into America. They came from France, they came from Poland, they came from Scotland, they came from Egypt, easing in here, and then eventually took over the country and called the bears. They did the exact same thing in ancient Egypt. They eased their way in, and eventually they established themselves as the Iket Kasus, or the Hyksos, some people say shepherd kings, others call them shepherd prisoners. They call them shepherd prisoners because the implication is that they were in bondage in Egypt, and it wasn't even in Egypt, they were in Memphis. When you say in Egypt, I say I'm in the United States, and but I'm only in Georgia. And it's better to say I'm in Georgia. But they said we ruled Egypt when in fact they only ruled Memphis. And that was for only 400 years before Atmos and them rose up again. You look at Atmos, you can see he belongs to the original Nubian tribes, conquered them and chased them back to the land of Canada. This is all in history. And that's around the 17th or 19th dynasty. And our largest base our teachings on the man is called Sukhenwe Toa, right? right? He was the man of Toa or Taite that had the secret that these Israelites, these three Israelites, the first three sons of Jacob, Reuben, Simon, and Levi, wanted. Levi
Levi got most of the secrets, the Levites, and set up a priesthood called the Brotherhood of Leviathan. And they became the law over the scriptures. They knew all the Egyptian laws, but they didn't get the passwords and they didn't get the master key, which was hidden in the ninth chamber by Namuz, who got it when he came in. So they were in by it, and that's your whole Israelite story. So when you deal with the Bible and trying to compare it to the Egyptian and the Samaritan, it flows very easy. Black Book Part 2 makes it very clear. It ties everything right up like I'm doing now and shows you the places to match it up. The way I teach is I spat out information and want you to sit down and bring it together. I want you to be a part of the learning process and start just dictating you like you're not a god. You are a god, so you're responsible. And I put that info out there. You're responsible to take the pieces and put the puzzle together and then say, aha, I see that. Sometimes I say something and say, I don't understand that. And you have to wait six months later, I walk around and start talking about that. Then you go, that's the missing piece of that puzzle. That's my methodology. <laughs> that makes you a part of the learning process, and therefore it makes it something that you know, not something that you were taught. Like education, all right? Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I have a question. Um, from the Revelation chapter 12, we talked about the birth of the woman and the Savior. The birth of the child, not the woman. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right, it's all right. The child. Um, and uh, I believe you referred to uh, Leo, Leo and the uh, constellation where, as Shriners or those in the lodge. I was taught to look for the sign of Leo. So the Moors 
talking, started to teach these people and straighten them up, straighten up their posture. And they, man, you know what they became in London? They became the most intellectual of all Caucasians. You know that? In London, they got the highest degree of intelligence in all white people in all the time. What do they call it? Huh? Central intelligence. What is it? The government. It's owned by the government. Come on. Scotland Yard. They got all the archives of all the sacred societies in the world there. And that was given to them by Moore. That's why they call it Scottish Rights. But in London, or in Britain, I guess it is, they call it Scotland Yard. Yeah, that's the yardstick is. So this is why they are keeping it there. Go back around. One of the things that they knew of in the teachings is that Jesus did not die on the cross. Not the one 2,000 years ago. They knew about the transformation of the nature of the man on the cross. And when he transformed from man to God, back to man, and then the ninth hour when he gave up his soul. Read the Bible, you talk about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. What most Christians miss is that there's a double portion taking place. When the man is on the cross, two things happen. One of them is, he says, Eli, Eli, let me pray to you. My God, my God, why have thou for Satan, the word for Satan there is about that he means to go away or leave or depart from. Now imagine the man on the cross saying, my God, my God, why have thou left me? What does that mean to Jesus? But the night before, when they were beating him and putting thorns on his head, he didn't complain. When they drug him before Pontius Pilate and questioned him, he just said, who do they say I am? Who do you say I am? He never bent to the stature of a man. He remained a God through that whole period of time. You understand? Because can any man remove your sin? No. Only God can remove your sins. But they say that John the Baptist was baptizing in the Jordan Judea for the what? The remission of sin. So what part of John was at work moving the sins out of everybody? The second portion of the spirit. The God in God. Oh, please. And they said, a Holy Ghost descended like a dove and lighted upon him to stay there forever. And Jesus was lifted up out of the water. Our God lifted him up and he met God halfway in heaven. And then, from that point on, Jesus was no longer just a man. Now he was a man and God, because he had the double portion of the Spirit. Elijah couldn't even die, because he had the Spirit of God. He went up in a chariot. They threw him away. Enoch couldn't die. Because Enoch had a double portion of the Spirit says that we translated him. They had to make up words to get him out of here. 
and the Son of God, when I see you, I see God. That's all we're going to show you. If you say, well, isn't that written in the law that said, yeah, God?
is right. That's who we are as Freemasons and Shriners. We are the heavenly hosts. We are God's army. We step away from the normal man. You see, and we say, make us a part of a structure that is strength, that is strong, that is firm. Make me, take me. You know, like this here hat is all messed up. Take me and shake me. Your father, carve me down and put me in that wall and make me a part of the structure. Because Jesus said in Matthew 24, not every rock on the temple of Jerusalem, every one of them stones are coming down. And we did. But you know what he said again? He said, take me down now and in three days, I will rise and I'll build a temple again. It's a temple. Take me down now. This temple destroyed my body. In three days, I'll raise it again. They got all confused. He was talking about the three degrees. That's why he meets Matthew 24. He meets his disciples finally. First, anybody got out to that? First, he's meeting everybody with the power. You understand? Later, he says, he met his disciples privately and they started asking him questions. You got to fast, you got to go to the priest. And on that third day, you be resurrected back to life. Nicodemus asked the same question about Freemasonry to Jesus. He said to Jesus, How can I be saved? And he said, Well, unless you're born again, you won't see the king of heaven. Nicodemus said, Born again, you got to die and go on the roof of my mother. He said, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't no mother, see? You don't know, so I gotta tell you what you gotta do. You go out there and hang out with the disciples, right? And they'll take you through some trials and tribulations. You pay a little wages. You know, you be on another room outside, you come and win, and then I'll walk you through and you're gonna make it, and you resurrect. When you come back to life, you know what I mean by a new body. You know what I mean by a new body in Christ. Because a Freemason is a new body in Christ. Because he has given up manhood for Christhood. And the Shriner bears the sword of power that we will be there for the second coming by the Christians and the Muslims and the first coming by the Jews. We don't care which one of them are right about if it's his second coming as El Messiah or Hamashiach. We don't care about the words. All we know is that when we got past Mark and got through Matthew and saw the life of a man came to earth and became a God, then we knew he said, what? There's many things I have to say unto you, however, you cannot bear them yet. So I'm going to send somebody else. He's going to be a paraclis, a comforter, a moesa. In the book of Barabbas, he's called Ahmed, found in song. Right? He shall not speak of himself. Only that which he hears shall he speak. And he shall glorify my holy name. Hello. He'll be filled of the Holy Ghost. So was John the Baptist. But John the Baptist was born the exact same way Christ was. Exact same way. Follow? Read about it. He had been born of the Holy Ghost. Jesus was born of the Holy Ghost. And Muhammad of Arabia was born of the Holy Ghost. Even if the Muslims today have perverted the teachings, but that was originally a Christian sect. 
original teachings was That's the first thing that was said. Muhammad. Read. Read what? Muhammad is sitting up in a cave in the dark by yourself. So whoever was standing there must have had a book with them or something because Muhammad was under the tree fasting and the Quran hadn't come yet. So when the angel Gabriel called Jibrael to the Muslims said to Muhammad, Muhammad, Iqrah. He had to be showing him something. He had to be showing him the teachings of a Lord, not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not Allah. It doesn't say read the name of Allah. It says read the name of your Lord. Read the name of the rabbi. Let me tell you this. Islam as a religion had not been established yet. Because in the Quran, religion on earth was Christianity. And that's why Khadija's uncle, who was a Christian and preserver of the Bible, who was Maria. teaching Muhammad. Maria. Uh, all right? And told Muhammad, right, that you are a prophet. A Christian told Muhammad that he was a prophet. And in the Bible, if the word is prophet in the Quran, if you listen to what I'm saying, most Arabic there, Ikra, Bismi, Rabbika. Rabbika, it says, read in the name of your Rabbika. 
Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I like it. When the kids run the 